0: From Oaken Bucket's Productions, we bring you your weekly ads. Sports, entertainment, and bullshit. Baseball episode! What is going on, everyone? Special episode off-kilter. My co-host, good friend, soon to be married, Dylan, he's not with us tonight, but today we have returning monthly co-host, Austin, what's going on, man?
1: Uh, Not too much, man, how's it going with yourself?
0: Dude, just living and special guest returning, Peyton, what's going on?
2: Hey, happy Friday.
0: It is, it happens to be a Friday, next Friday (laughs) is opening day. Pretty much every single team, I believe every team is playing for like the fifth time in like history or some shit like that, that every team is going to play on opening day. Um, Obviously not all from home stadiums and whatnot, Um, but that means new shit's coming out. New food products, new everything, new jerseys. Saw this last night. If this doesn't scream Yankees, I don't know what does. Major Live posted, the Yankees are adding an Aaron Judge-inspired burger to the menu this season. It's made of two Wagyu patties, cheese, pickles, onions, and a secret sauce. It costs 19.99, but only 99 of them will be made at each home game in 2023. So limited food item that's not just limited by week, by game, as there will only be 99 of them. For twenty dollars, <laughs> now
1: Sounds like a swing and a miss for me.
0: Will Aaron Judge be eating these per game? That's what I'm curious about. Is Aaron Judge gonna be getting homers after eating these? I'm wondering about. Will Aaron Judge go home? That's what I'm worried about. But we're not worried about that. We're not worried about that. We got two, two of the biggest fans of select baseball teams that I know of. Um, that's obviously the Chicago. Base teams of the North Side Cubs and the South Side Sox. You know that Peyton, are you are you looking forward to this season?
2: You know, I always look forward to baseball season um, for many reasons. You know, uh, spring and summer is coming. Baseball in general is just such a fun time. I love going to the ballpark. I love, you know, um, whether that's Wrigley or the South Bend Cubs. Um, I really hope to get to an Indianapolis Indians game down here this summer. Um, but I'm actually pretty excited about the Cubs season this year. Um, but we all know Cubs history. I'm not going to get too hopeful, but I'm actually really excited about this season.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's a lot to look at as I brought up a thing that I'm not big ass signings. You got Dansby Swanson. Seven years, $177 James Tallien, pitcher from the Yankees. Uh, Cody Belly, one year for 75, uh, even though he's like a project guy now, um, trying to get a swing back, but he's there. Trey Mancini just came off a World Series win with the Astros, uh, along with competing for first base playtime with him, Eric Hosmer, from the Padres, who might be on the end of his career, but uh, got first base covered. And then obviously, say Suzuki's coming back from injury, fully healthy. Nick Madrigal, uh, Patrick Wisdom. Like, you guys got a lot of guys. Nickel Horner. Like, there's a lot of names. You can have David Bodie's back. He's not hurt like, for now. <laughs> um, for now, It's early. For now. And then obviously, David Ross is returning as manager. Yes. Um, was watching some Mike Up today from spring training and stuff. He is a funny guy, funny guy, David Ross. It um, seems like there's some good vibes coming from the Cubs so far.
2: Yeah, I definitely think that um, they're bringing together a lot of guys that have a good balance of experience and also kind of the um, you know the young aspect where um, they're bringing them all together. Um, I just saw that they were going to have stroke start for um, the home or for the first game, so I'm pretty excited about that too.
0: Yeah, and then uh, what I see is the fans were coming to defend. John Boy Media did their countdown of each team and the outlook, and obviously they're not big Chicago Cubs fans or people. And the comment section was pretty much what I'm saying: like a lot of the fans think you guys got a good pitching group.
2: Yeah, and that's not been a common, you know, theme the past few years. Um, that's, I feel like where we have struggled the most in the past, I want to say like five years. Um, and so I'm actually really excited to have a good, um, pitching lineup. I saw that, um, during spring training, like seven of the pitchers combined had a no hitter, which I thought was incredible, um, to have so many pitchers be able to do that in one game.
0: Yeah. Do you, so this could be touchy, this could be touchy, (laughs) but the Cubs infamously no hit the Dodgers two years ago, lost thirteen games straight, and then traded everybody. Yeah. So are you fearful of no hits? Is that now um, a Cubs superstition? Like if you don't no hit
2: I don't think so. I mean, we all learn from our past, right? So <laughs> that's what I'm hoping the Cubs do. Just just learn from your mistakes in the past and uh we can move on from it.
0: I'll let it let it carry over a yeah, bit more. Exactly. Um, this is inter- This is interesting. Also, you can add on this too. So the the Cubs got Dansby Swanson at shortstop now. The White Sox have Tim Anderson. They're both number seven. We have DS seven and TA seven. The battle of the sevens at shortstop for Chicago. If they both make like the All Star game, that'd be kind of cool. Both Chicago shortstops, both number sevens. That would be awesome. Uh, some almost there. like uh, I some cool versus Brandon's. I'm gonna start pushing that. I'm gonna make a split jersey that says Swanson and Anderson on it Instead of it, just wear it to the uh, just wear it around. I like it. Anderson. Yeah, yeah. So, so <laughs> well, the funny thing is, that, like, according to how I get it cut, if I could get just like Swan and Sun from Anderson on it, then it just says Swanson. So that everybody's like, oh, you're just a big, <laughs> big Dansby fan. I'd be like, hey, maybe I'm dreaming. Maybe I'm dreaming. <laughs> maybe he comes. Maybe they trade him to the White Sox. Maybe something bad happens. Who knows? Um, obviously, there's also some sadness that comes along going as he sent Wilson Contreras left. What's the take? Because he went to the Cardinals, like he didn't just like go to the Yankees or go to the Dodgers or the Mariners, like you know a random team like that or the Astros. Like he went to the dead set
2: <laughs> rival
0: rival, but they obviously knew what he had. Because yeah. you know it's there, so it's that's interesting.
2: Exactly. I mean, I love Wilson Contreras. He played such an integral role in the you know the 2016 World Series, and you know, developing developing the rest of the team as everyone else moved on. Um, he really became a leader. But you know, I knew that his time was coming to an end with the Cubs, and um, you're absolutely right. I mean, going to the Cardinals is like just stab right through the heart, you know. <laughs> mm. But, um, but like like you said, they they knew his talent because they play them all the time. Um, so they knew what they were getting with him. So I guess I'm happy we still get to see him often, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, you still
0: get to see him play. It's not like
2: <laughs> yeah, it's like a he can sad still thing. Come to Wrigley, and we could still see him and everything. But um, I knew his time was coming to an end, anyways.
0: Does it make you upset that you couldn't like? He just left in a free agency, and you didn't get anything on him because not getting traded.
2: Um, yes and no. Like, that's just how baseball goes, right? Like, I know that's how part of the game and how it goes, but also he was such an integral player that it felt kind of like robbed that we didn't get anything in return from that.
0: Yeah, I saw a headline today too that said like, if Ian Hap gets traded in the middle of the season, it could be like a collapse. And middle yeah. like in middle of the season this year, which I think is kind of weird to think about, but it's like. Man, if they don't do good, do they trade HAP or do you like keep him because he obviously wasn't all star last year? Right, or made his first all star game was good and maybe you should start keeping good pieces because you have good pieces coming up, and that's what we're going to get into in a little bit. But this right now, MLB has nine tiers of 2023, all 30 teams are divided into nine tiers. Cubs are on Tier 6. Now, this isn't high Tier 6. This is low. It's a Tier 1 <laughs> to 9. Uh, they're on their, on their way up, is what they're stated as. I'm um, talking about the pieces coming in, uh, who they signed, obviously who they're looking forward to. Um, and one is South Bend Cub championship winning Pete Crow Armstrong in center field, who came over in the Javi Baez trade. And he got I ranked as one of the top prospects last year. Um, he even played in the Futures game. Um, the Cubs pharmacist now is ranked 10th or yeah, it was 10th in the mid season of last year. And then preseason was 18th and now he's number 28th overall in prospects. Um, along with Kelvin Alcatrera at 87 and then Brendan Davis at 92, but obviously the like, young people are coming in, signs are happening. seems like got a good place to go, uh, into the season with as long as it doesn't all go to hell.
2: Or yeah, you know much. hit the
0: Dodgers. <laughs> um So that's 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 interesting to say it the least. But it, it seems like it's good vibes. And it seems like the park always has good vibes anyway.
2: <laughs> you know, and I feel like I said this, you know, last year around the same time. My goal is five hundred. If we can just be five hundred, I think I'd be a happy camper. Um, five hundred and above, fantastic. But um Last year wasn't wasn't fantastic. We we went in waves. We would get cold, and then we would get really hot for a while, and then we just kind of fell off the face of the earth. <laughs> um, so you know, the goal is five hundred, and I like you said, there's a lot of young guys coming up um, mixed with a lot of good experience. So I think I think um, maybe we can even have a happy season. Go to Wrigley a couple times this year and actually see a win.
0: <laughs> we saw a win last year.
2: We did oh that's right. We did see them win. That's beat the right. Red Sox. That was a good
0: game. Yeah. But and then obviously a the bright future year. They gave Dan'sby Swanson seven years for hundred seventy seven million. That's yeah. the second biggest in history. Jason Hayward's obviously being the first uh big free agent sign in when they gave him that monst mother load contract. So yeah. it's like that's a piece. Like that's a piece anyway you put it. Like like he's there. He, you know, that's a, that's a lot of money to dump off. So Obviously, like the right moves are being made. He's good. He's one of my favorite players. Yep. Defensively and offensively, hit some big home runs for the Braves, especially during the World Series run, and good defensive plays. He also let up some balls, too, but that's just baseball. That's shortstop. Sometimes yep. things take a hop. Um, But he did take down the juggernauts and the Astros with them, so <laughs> he knows how to beat teams. But yeah, I think it should look like a a fun overall season for the Cubs to see where... Where they can go because there, there really isn't like a lot of shit dragging this team down now. Like you are not worried. Are they trading Contreras at halfway point? Are they trading Hap? Jason Hayward's still there. What do we to do with his old ass? Like, what are we? What are we doing? What are we doing? Where now it's like, okay, guys are healthy, guys are playing. We have guys in positions who are who are playing. Like it's not these one year tryouts. Like obviously Frank to take Schwindel. He's gone. He's in Japan now. He's playing in the phone league. So like. There's not these what if players playing positions. It's like, okay, this this is our shortstop. Yep, Nikki Magicals. We have
2: a strategy. Yeah. like we know what we're doing. Yeah, so you got
0: a, you got a lot of pieces, a lot of work, and then uh, obviously see where it goes from there. I don't okay. even know. Like 500 seems very doable for this team. I agree. Seems like a fun group of guys. And again, David Ross get re-signed last year. Or was that the year before?
2: I think it was a year before. The year before.
0: That's what I thought. I couldn't remember. How long has he been there, too? Was he there 2019
2: uh, or was it 2020?
0: I thought
2: it was 2020. That's what I was thinking, too. I think too. this will be his third season.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he signed him two years, and they re-signed him for the three or whatever.
2: Yes.
0: So, yeah, really cool. Um, And then, obviously, we already know what the Cub City Connect jerseys are out because they've been there. <laughs> um, have not seen any new food items on the website, so I can't be hiked about that saw the south Bend cubs new food items that are weekly specials those like fire um but i think it's cool and then obviously the i think the iowa cubs are coming down to indy to see the indians in yeah. one of the weeks i will be down there i believe if i looked it up right <laughs> maybe someone will be hurt and someone will be playing i don't want to say that but it's like that's the best time to go to one of these like minor league right. games, if someone's like playing injured and working their way back up. Yes, and see that for free. But yeah, so it should be a cool, cool season for the Cubbies for now. But yeah, I, I want to say so. it with with everybody, let's yeah. say it with everybody. Um. All right, Austin, the Sox, the South Side. And are you leaving us or are you staying on? Doesn't matter. Okay. And you want to stay on, you are more than welcome. Okay. And I then, will
1: add on to I do see them being a five hundred team this year.
2: Whoa, did you hear that from Austin? No way.
1: So no uh, last season
2: crashing on my team.
1: Games away from being five hundred, I think the moves you guys made us off season will help mitigate that.
2: I love it.
0: Do you think Austin real quick That's- Defeat along with that because I guess we didn't do a thing, but I figured out how. Hey, I want to play this. Cardinals are probably winning the division. Like that's like their their team stacked. Yeah, but do you think the Cubs can finish above the Brewers?
1: I think the standings will probably be the same, but I think the wins losses will be different.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I still see the Cubs being third. I think the Brewers
0: were second. Yeah. Yep.
1: It's just hard to put them above, just because the Brewers are always like a sleeper team.
0: Yeah, that's why I'm interested in, in this lineup, too, for the Cubs, because I think the Brewers have changes. But like the Brewers now aren't like the Brewers of old. They have this like weirdly like good team, but they're like low key good, as opposed to like maybe three or four years ago. And then like the Cubs roster like seems similar, but like I guess it just comes out the guys come together or whatnot. Yeah.
1: I mean, you can't really, I mean, you could expect some stuff this year, but, I mean, you got new faces. Uh, You were talking about possibly trading Ian Happ. You might as well keep him. He's still young.
0: That's what I'm saying. Like
1: You can't can't throw the season away halfway through with
0: just now getting the pieces. Yeah. I mean, then he'll have to do his podcast out of a different city and all his friends are in the farm system, like his (laughs) co-hosts. Like That's just a lot of shit to deal with for a guy. (laughs) And he doesn't want to play anywhere else, otherwise he would have. So, I think you know it's an interesting all situation there. Um, but I mean, who knows? Fucking baseball. Um. All right. Let me get all my white sock stuff up. Scroll that down. Scroll that down. <laughs> Got to scroll way down on here. Also, how are you? How are you feeling right now? a week out get ready to go face the Astros on opening day.
1: Uh well I hate the Astros, so uh I'm hoping I'm hoping for a two two split. Uh it's gonna be tough watching a Bray you in a different jersey. But uh I do think we'll take the series three
0: one. Well, with that, what do we what do we got? The White Sox they signed Andrew Benintendi, five years, seventy five million, the big free agent sign in. Mike Clevenger, one year, twelve million, but he's in trouble. He's in trouble. No, but, he's yeah, it seems, yeah, it seems like he's cleared. So he's cleared. That, jersey's back in the cart. Yeah. So now I feel like the question for Clevenger is: Is this like beginning of season Padres Clevenger or end of season Clevenger? That like all his playoff starts were horrible.
1: I'm thinking this is Cleveland Indian, uh Cleveland
0: Indians club. That'd be sick. Or first year with Padres Cleavitture because he was good too then. Um, yeah, they have the White Sox in tier five of the nine tiers, which is now or never. Um, big oh, that's
1: thing. The few years.
0: Yeah, big thing. Jumping into this is basically they're saying, hey, Lucas Giolito and Yasmani Grandel are both in the final years of their contracts. Tim Anderson, Lance Lynn, Joe Kelly, and Hendricks are all club options next year, so picking and choosing is going to be happening, right? Obviously, well,
1: you can let, let Grandal walk.
0: Yeah, yeah, especially if he doesn't pick it up this year. Um, Jose Jose Abreu's gone. Is Ilya Jimenez is going to be healthy for a year? And then uh, obviously they're talking here even like Yohan Macana was a freaking animal with Cuba in the WBC. What is he going to be like? And then plus the addition of the new manager. So it seems like tier five of nine tiers isn't bad. But then at the same time, what team is going to be here? What are we expecting with this team?
1: Hopefully a team that has a fire under their ass. I'm tired of watching them be the lazy bastards they are. Somebody paid me over a million dollars. You best believe I would be out of breath running as fast as I could to first base. And they just jog. I mean, come on. You know, last season, we were the, probably the laziest sons of guns that were out there. Just the way we were running. Hopefully this new manager, you know, tells them, hey, why don't you try running instead of the jogging? But, you know, the injuries, you know, but that could also go towards uh, the strength and conditioning coaches and how they did things and everything else, but... I mean, Eloy, he lost weight to help out, hopefully, with the injuries. And uh, I'm just hoping we stay healthy. You know, we lost Anderson at the end of last year, which didn't help. I mean, the season's kind of of gone anyway, but I just want a team that earns their freaking paycheck, man. They're making all this money. You know, and the other thing, too, you know, those players are in the last year of their deal, so they're going to have to have something to prove. Otherwise, they're not going to get – anywhere near the money they have right now. But, I don't know, I'm just tired of being pissed off for 162 games because the team that was supposed to go to the World Series for two years in a row has not even made the playoffs while our manager falls asleep in the clubhouse with his blanket. Listening to fans telling him what to do, I mean, it's just an embarrassment.
0: Do you think... It's also going to help the team that with, obviously there's only two new ins and one's a pitcher, but do you think with Abreu gone, with Andrew Vaughn going to first base now, playing his true position, uh, getting Benintending to play outfield, that maybe having some players play proper, ah, proper positions will help a little bit too in the overall grand scheme of things? Not that Andrew Vaughn was bad at outfield, but like, we get some more naturality to the team.
1: Oh yeah. I, I have that in my notes where I'm excited to see Vaughn at first, where he's supposed to be. Uh, Eloy, he's going to be DH slash outfield, you know, that way, you know, he doesn't have to play every day just, just cause he always gets hurt for some reason. But, uh, that, and we have prospects we can call up. I think we got two outfielders for sure. And Robert and, uh, an attendee that can solidify that out there. Much better than uh, uh, what was his name from last year?
0: Mm, Which one?
1: And determined how the season was going to
0: go. Pollock? Yeah. After the trade?
1: Yeah, AJ Pollock. They had
0: AJ Pollock. Garcia was playing in the outfield. I mean, like everybody but the outfielders were playing in the outfield at one point. I mean, Pollock is an outfielder, but that's the point, right? That we had to trade for an outfielder. Cause we didn't have anybody?
1: I mean, we talked about it last year. Where where our, uh, our needs were right field and second base. You know, because we got rid of Nick Madrigal by trading him to the Cubs. So then we needed a second baseman. We really couldn't find one. But, I mean, we did re-sign Elvis Andrews. who did play some big games for us and fill the hole that we needed. So that helped.
0: Yeah, and just speaking of prospects, because I got it up. Farm Simpson, Simpson, bleh, motherfucker. Farm Oscar system Cal- rankings. Gonzalez. We got top one hundred prospects. Jackson Job, right-handed pitcher, number sixty-three. Jace Jung, second baseman, eighty-three, and Wilmer Flores, right-handed pitcher, number ninety-five. Oh, that's the stupid Tigers one. My bad. I had this. I had scrolled wrong. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Is those names?
0: Yeah, I know. Well, actually, even saying Jung, I was like, dude, I've seen that guy.
1: I was waiting you for, got, like, Oscar Colos and
0: Hanson. Yeah, Alberto. we got Colson Montgomery at 38 at shortstop and Oscar Colas outfield at 85. But the Whites, the Rankin, they have, the White Sox, 26 of all 30 farm systems.
1: Yeah, our farm system sucks. I'll be straight up honest. It's, it blows.
0: And at one time, it seemed like it was a strength.
1: It was. And then we called them up. <laughs>
0: yeah, had they had to use everybody. Yeah.
1: Called them up or got rid of them in trades.
0: Uh, because what do we got here? Yeah, because they've used five of their six best pitching prospects and then their two best position guys since the start of twenty one. Yeah. Um. But obviously, two guys top one hundred still is good. Um. Where where do you think the team goes from here? Like what are they? What, what are you? What are you looking for? With what do you got in your notes? What do you got in your notes? Give us, give us your deeds.
1: So uh, my expectations, which will probably never happen. Uh, I do think we have one of the better starting rotations in baseball with Dylan Cease, uh, Lance Lynn, Lucas Giolito, Mike Levinger and now uh, and Michael Kopech. If they can all, you know, do well, I think it would be a solid rotation. I do think Giolito is going to have a better year, and so will Mancata. I think uh, last year we went 81-81. and I'm expecting 90 wins this year. Do I think it's enough to win the division? No. So I'm thinking either wild card or we just miss. But those are my expectations. Now, reality, Mankata is going to suck. Giolito is going to blow. We're going to get probably 30 wins because they can't pull their heads out of the rear end. 30
0: wins. Yeah.
1: And we're just going to have injuries. But well,
0: I, I saw Dave kills himself because he gets 30 wins. <laughs> I, mean, uh,
1: <laughs> I, would, I don't even know what I would do. I don't even know if that's possible. I mean, even when you simulate on MLB The Show with the Pittsburgh Pirates, you get 40. <laughs> but, you know, Lance Lynn, he pitched great in the World Baseball Classic. The one game he played, you know, it was the first inning. He lit up two earned runs, but that's the way he operates. He gets the garbage out right of the way, and then he has smooth sailing from there. Uh, he's healthy starting off the season, which was big last year. You know, he was hurt. He didn't come in until around June or something. So he missed, like, the first two months, which is crazy. Uh I do like the signings we had. Uh, letting You know, letting Abreu walk, was it a great decision? I mean, he is 36, I think.
0: I think he is. Yeah, because he's three years younger than uh, Korea. uh,
1: Baseball, when I looked at it, we also have four players in the top 100 in uh, Dylan Cease, Anderson, Leto, and Eloy. Uh, We got some promising up-and-comers. New manager, so, I mean, you can't expect too much, but... uh, I think I think it would be a better fit than who we had.
0: Do you think him being time? Cuban is going to help?
1: Oh, I'm sure there's a couple times where, you know, they're talking the Rooster's just staring at him, trying to figure out what they're saying. <laughs> and he had no idea, but now, you know, they can – it makes it – I think it would help out with the players relationship-wise between the manager and the players because there's something they can connect with and make it easier – uh, personable relationship between them. So I think that's going to be a, a big factor this year, you know, hopefully.
0: Yeah, um, and it also announced today Dylan Cease will be starting at home.
1: Yeah, he should have got the Cy Young last year. He should have went to the All-Star game.
0: Yeah, did he not make the – he didn't make the All-Star game, did he?
1: No.
0: Mm, mm.
1: Uh. I don't know if no maybe he did but he should have been the starting pitcher but he wasn't.
0: Yeah, um I had a thought and I lost it. Uh do you Now obviously we hope all the players have a good time, like a good season because that's what relates to wins and that makes us happy. Do you think like Grendel will have that like comeback to uh, resign? I, hope. I mean there's a whole YouTube video of him working out say that he wants to be better
1: yeah but i could do a video of me working out and i could still suck you know what i mean yeah and, yeah so i see something actually on the on the field i don't expect too much out of him because last year he was trash he couldn't hit you know the year before fantastic yeah, what do you, you hit like 109 he hit, helen keller hit better than him he was trash uh we're giving him all this money you know and he's the catcher so he you know him and the pitcher have to have a good relationship. Don't get me wrong. He is a good catcher. He's done a lot of stuff for it, but you need to be both sides of the plate. You need to be able to call the game and you also need to be able to get hits and make, uh, make plays when the team needs you. Cause there's been, I remember multiple times last year where he'd come up and we'd have a guy in second and third, you know, we're down by like one or two, like one out. I'm like, all right, sweet. You know, we could do something. Then I see Grandel walk up, and I walk out the house because I know the game's over because he ground out into a double play somehow. Hopefully, he has a better year. If not, at least he's a free agent. We ain't got to worry about him no more. But I was very excited when he when he came over. You know, he was great, but very very depressing last year. Hopefully, he does do better.
0: Yeah, so you're thinking yeah. you're thinking the division's going to be competitive, so. Who do you think? No. Nah. Why well, just it competitive think. in the overall? Because you said they'll finish. They'll either win or they'll get a wild card.
1: Yeah, I think that yeah. I think the Guardians right now are the team to beat in the Central.
0: Do so you think Guardians will be top?
1: Yeah, I mean, I would say the Twins, but well, their shortstop's ankle is going to give out any time.
0: Yeah, that's what i to allude to. Carlos Correa with his Royals where the hell are they at on this fucking tier list? Oh, they're on, yeah. So the Guardians and the Twins are both in tier four, solid contenders. The
1: Twins are in four?
0: Yeah, they're in tier four. Basically saying, aside from the snappy new uniforms that they have this season, it's to deepen and improve. Obviously, the guys that they got last year, Gary Sanchez, Christian Vasquez they signed. I didn't know that. Michael A. Taylor, Joey Gallo, they improved their outfield. Uh yeah,
1: maybe we won't be second. Maybe we'll be third. You know I the, didn't all those players. The
0: big if if Byron Buxton stays healthy?
1: Oh, I forgot about that, dude. Yeah. It's gonna be a rough year. I didn't realize they had all those players.
0: Yeah, I didn't either. I missed that they got Vasquez. Um and then the Guardians. Uh Basically they're saying just play better. Not a lot of names in their their paragraph just says play better. And they'll win.
1: I mean, they put on they put it on at the end of the season last year.
0: Yeah, they're basically saying if Jose Ramirez didn't hurt his thumb, they probably would have won more games.
1: Let me put it this way if the White Sox play the way they're supposed to and they can play, they will be second. But the twins have always been you know, a hard opponent, and so have the Royals. The Royals, you know, they could be the worst team ever, but they would take the season serious from the White Sox for some reason.
0: Yeah, yeah. So we got our two teams' inputs. We got all that. But there was something else special going on in the baseball world this last two weeks. The World Baseball Classic. Payne, did you watch any of it?
2: You know, I kept up with it, but I did never actually watch any of it. I just watched like the standings and stuff.
0: We watched a few games and then followed lightly. Um, it was fun. And the world thought it was fun. Yeah. Um, cool stats about it like the first week, weekend of pool play, average fans at the games was like 500,000 in 2017. Now it was at over a million. Fans so total will go in the games. Japan, More than the
1: Oakland A's had all season for their home games.
0: Yeah, because Ace fans don't want to go to a shitty stadium that dumps poop on them, too, and the lights go out.
1: <laughs> True.
0: And then in the quarterfinal game between Puerto Rico and Japan, 61% of Puerto Rican TVs had the game on, 50% of TVs in Japan. You don't even need a Nielsen rating for that. Like, 50% of overall TVs. And Japan has a lot of TVs insane insane numbers bryce harper's home run that sent them to the world series for the phillies had 2.2 million views in five months trey turner's grand slam had 5.4 million views in five hours wow people were hyped about it we saw that grand slam we turned it on do you remember that awesome
1: yeah, that, that moment where he hit that Grand Slam, it was almost as historic as when we started dumping the tea in the harbor.
0: Crazy. <laughs> like, yeah, we should write a song about it. It was a magic moment. And Trey Turner actually led the tournament in home runs. He had the next game, he had two.
1: Yeah, he broke a record or something, I think, for the w, WBC.
0: Yeah, and in the final, he hit one. Did he hit two in the final? No, he hit one in the final. So I think it was five or six home runs total, which is in like a. Three day period, he had four of them or whatever. Like, absolutely insane. Oh. And then, final at bat what better than teammates of the universally losing Los Angeles Angels to go Mike Trout versus Otani? And man, I didn't watch it, but I was watching it on my phone. Because I knew gas. Yes. Dude, gas. That's what I was saying. Like, six pitches I think he threw against Trout. Four were over a hundred miles per hour. Yeah. He went slider the first pitch and then he went fastball, 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 fastball for the rest of it. And each one was over a hundred and one was at ninety-eight. Yeah. <sighs> Absolute dog. Absolutely wanted to strike his teammate out. <laughs> Absolutely wanted the bragging rights to come home with it. Um just really really cool that it came down to those guys. I it's sucky that it came down to those guys and sucky Mike Trout couldn't have hit something off of him. To tie of the game, or Mookie Betts hit into a ground double and getting the first two outs to lead to that final out confrontation, but it was really cool. And I think it was good for just the game and good for everybody. Um, one thing is controversy is all these writers because players started getting hurt, particularly Edwin Trumpet Song Diaz got hurt, but he was celebrated. He wasn't pitching, he wasn't playing. He was celebrated, end up getting hurt. Then no, I'll, I mean, oh, go
1: ahead. Rating anymore, or getting hurt. It's of-
0: it happens, you know. But then everybody, all the Mets fans, obviously, were came out of the, they came out of hibernation because of this.
1: Well, they're New Yorkers, and they have to have something to complain about.
0: Yeah, and then all the writers came with it, saying like, "Oh, players shouldn't play in these exhibition games because that's what they called it," um, et cetera, et cetera. And then all the players came to defense, uh, Francisco Lindor called him out in defense, other players came out in defense, especially all the players who are playing for not the USA, right, In particularly. We're just saying like, hey, this means a lot to us, and especially, um, talked about it this week on the show with Dylan, like, a lot of the players on the teams when they were up at bats or their stat lines are single A, double A, triple A players, like with very few MLB starts. So like, they're playing on one of the biggest stages in the world. It's the Olympics of baseball, even though I think baseball is back in the Olympics now or whatever the fuck they're doing. But point being, it's a world championship. Everybody wants their country to win. Everybody's supporting their country. That's why so many people are watching that it does mean a lot. Like, this isn't just, like, meaningless shit to all these people. Maybe to the MLB players, but even then, they said, if you're coming to play for Team USA, this isn't going to be a vacation. Like, you're just here getting bonus money, and we're just, you know— Playing like you have to play and you have to win. I think we have to appreciate that as like fans, and not these negative Nancys who are like, "Hey, maybe maybe we shouldn't do these things because people are going to get hurt outside of outside of the season." Because then I can't watch them play during the season. Blah blah blah.
1: Well, what about the pitcher who uh, struck out like three MLB players? That I think he got a deal or something.
0: Oh, is it the Czech one? The which one? Are you well? What which country? Because I know, like, there's that Shug Republic player who's, like, an electrician, and then he's struck tr- out, like, Otani or whatever.
1: I can't... I want to say it's, like, for Israel? Or, no. I can't remember, but, like, some player, he's still got, like, three, like, MLB players, and I think he got a deal with a team out of
0: it or something. Like yeah, got, got a call-up? See, that's yeah. what I'm saying, like... There's and cool- we
1: saved the Cuban from going back to Cuba.
0: Yeah, and then they had, they had that guy. But, see, that, that thing was interesting, too, because I'm like, half that team lives in the U.S., too. Because, like... Mm robert louise robert's on the team makata's on that team the various yeah. other ones and i'm like they all didn't get on that plane and i'm like did they get on the plane no one's just like he's like i'm not going back but
2: i was wondering how they like select the people for that like is it the same as like kind of like the olympics or is it kind of how or just who wants to i don't know like no I mean, it's it's, it's pretty much the so.
0: same as the olympics or like with okay. team usba call out so like they'll send advice to a bunch of players, have a big camp at some point and then find the select few they want, whether it's the best of the best or who's willing to play still after camp or whatever else. Right. And you go, but then obviously you have people who have dual citizenship or all of a sudden quickly acquire dual citizenship, like Marcus Stroman, all of a sudden playing for Puerto Rico instead of team USA. Uh, Randy Rosarena was Cuban. Decided not to play for Cuba, but he lived in Mexico for a year, bought a, got a house, got an address or whatever, and all of a sudden he's playing for Team Mexico. And he wanted to face Cuba in the semifinals because he wanted to beat them because he doesn't like them. But like, it's the same thing there with like basketball, like Spencer Dinwiddie played for like Nigeria or something. Just all of a sudden because he didn't make Team USA, but it's the same concept as that, bringing them around. Um. Even the one guy was Japanese American who plays for uh, the Cardinals. He played for Team Japan. And then, what was another one? There's like the British guys, but like some of them were just Americans. Hmm. Like, nothing about that. Oh, um, speaking of that, because I'll bring that up. Did you see Great Britain's jerseys at any time? Did you see the post or anything about them?
2: I didn't.
0: Oh my God. These were the lamest jerseys ever.
2: I'm trying to see if I can look it up.
1: Helen yeah. Keller uniforms.
0: They were essentially just.
1: Arial font type, uh, bold. On a t shirt? 67.
0: Here, yeah, I got them.
1: It only says like Great Britain oh. and like black letters, and that's it.
2: Oh, I found them.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: ah, and that's real. That's not fake.
0: Yeah, the gray <laughs> Nike ones. <laughs>
2: I was to say, I can't believe Nike let something out like that.
0: Dude, exactly. It makes no sense. Like, there's not even a logo. Like, you compare that to every other team's, they have a logo or a font that's very professional, baseball-y looking and all that. And then it's like, I was telling Dylan, it made it seem like Great Britain just, like, they never expected them to make the tournament. So they made it, and they were like, fuck. <laughs> like, we don't have a, like, even though they have a GB logo that looks baseball-y, like, I don't know why they didn't just stick that on the jersey. Again, I'm thinking they just, there was just a time constraint that went along with it or something that.
1: Yeah, it, but you could have done the lettering and you could have had the flag like in the background of it, which would have been pretty cool.
0: Yeah, I mean, even even just that GB logo stretched out or in that same font. I don't know why they didn't just put Great Britain in that red and white stencil. Like, that would look good.
1: Ike probably called the queen, couldn't get a hold of her. And they're like, well, we're on our own here, boys. We got to figure something out. That's
2: what they came up with. It's a conspiracy. Times <laughs> twelve bold.
1: Yep, that's what it is. Well, hell, and
0: then even the one picture was up. The t, the t fell off. <laughs> like so, it just said gree gree Britain" on it. So it's like he at probably, that point, gray. at that point, you got to know like these jerseys. They just, they just, they just fucking made these things <laughs> like on the spot. Like they went to the custom jersey spot and said like, "Hey, make these jerseys."
1: They went to the lids and said, "I want this on the yeah. jersey."
0: They he went pressed
2: to... these letters on for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: the mall found that little like uh, kiosk or whatever where they make them Rick hats and stuff. Well, we like...
0: need just absolutely just disgusting, just disgusting. But I wouldn't expect anything less.
1: Oh, right, who cares? Britain?
0: But definitely still a. A a funny a funny comedic thing that everybody was looking forward, to. like no, again, I got I want to say looking forward to it. Like we just turned on because we watched that game. also, right; that was the first game for Team USA. They played Britain. Britain called us out on social media, said we want you, and then they came in looking like that. Like you're already gonna lose. Like you're not you're not coming in the win dressed like that, just for success.
1: Oh. I I'll be honest, I didn't even know they played baseball in Great
0: Britain. I didn't either. That's what was surprising. I didn't think well, they'd be good even enough think to qualify.
2: single player, like, that's from Great Britain. Well,
0: that's the thing. It was just like, if you had, it's like the dual citizenship. Hey, there's a chance that you're actually mainly English. Like, <laughs>
1: the starting pitcher down. put glasses on me and fast forward me by like 15 years. That's me out on that pitching <laughs> Like, I didn't even recognize who that was.
0: No, it's definitely, uh, it was definitely something, but then obviously it was cool all around. Um, Dylan had big props for the Japanese jerseys. They so like those a lot. And I told them those reminded me of, like, Bad News Bears Go to Japan. Like, that movie. Like, straight up, like, because they played, like, the Japanese national team. It brought me into that. Um, But otherwise, yeah, I mean, there's definitely a cool thing for baseball right now. Cool thing for baseball. What's held baseball? Oh, baseball is so long. Baseball is so long. Baseball is shorter now because of the pitch clock. Peyton, what's your take and, on the pitch clock?
1: And more. Um, go ahead, Austin. No, I was just saying it's more entertaining besides being. Oh.
2: No, I agree. Um, you know, I know, I know that softball and baseball are different. I know that my level of playing is nowhere near professional, but like as a pitcher, like. There's no need to be taking all that time. You get your call and you throw the ball. Like, it's not that hard. Um, So I actually enjoy the the pitching clock. And like Austin said, it does make it kind of uh, entertaining as well. But, um, I mean, that's what people don't like about baseball, right? It's, oh, it's too long and it's too boring. Um, So if this is one way we can speed it up, I'll take it.
0: Yeah, it's supposed to be dropped down to two and a half hours on average the games are now from th- three hours like last year for spring training games. So now it'd be in two and a half hours. Yeah. So that's obviously helpful. That's about the length of an NFL game almost. Yeah. So right there, improvement. Still longer than a soccer game. Still longer than a hockey game most likely. Um, Or about the same as a hockey game. So that helps. Pitch clock. They did it in the minor leagues. I don't know what to tell people. Like, it's not like... I believe college even plays with it too, if I'm not mistaken. I think so. So, like
1: well, co- their professional sports team besides uh, the same setup as like soccer and hockey, NFL has a play clock, and NBA has a shot clock.
0: Yeah, which all were designed to do the exact same thing: speed the right. game up. So, you know, with that, it's like, okay, pitch clocks on. Minor leagues used it. College has used it. If you haven't seen it, you're not watching other baseball. Or, you know, you're not. You're just choosing to only watch MLB or, you know, being one of those people. It's working. Guys are using it. It's been successful so far. But we also got bigger bases and the ban of the shift. So, balls in play should be huge this year. I think everything's going up one already. Like, scoring's up one. People They've on base.
1: Year already, too. Yeah,
0: more steals. Um and I don't think anybody's bitching about some bigger bases, but I think it would be funny. I actually would love to see those comments. So the the goddamn bases are too big now. That'd be great.
2: I saw some crazy article that they were like training bat boys and bat girls now. Yes. If they weren't fast enough, yep. they were like getting cut. And I was like, What? This yeah. is ridiculous.
0: Yeah, because of the New rules with the pitch clock, they got to be on the game.
1: <laughs> Can you imagine trying
0: to get a baseball as a bat boy and it
1: just ricochets off of everything? <laughs> and you get back to your seat, and security's like, You're fired, dude.
0: <laughs> dude, I'm even curious though. Like, we're gonna see like that guy at second who hits a double, and then the bat boy's gonna be out there standing there, and then he's gonna be like taking his stuff off, and then he's like, Dude, give me the shit. Like, give me your stuff. Like, give me that ankle guard. Give me all that stuff because, like, I, gotta yeah, I got to go. <laughs> like, he's like, I can't stand around. And then, like, the bad boy, all of a sudden, he gets written up. And he's like, he gets called in the office. And he's like, dude, I tried. I, like, he's a slow motherfucker. Like, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> like, he's busy celebrating. I'm like, we're going to see a guy, like, celebrating. Like, yeah, the bad boy's going to be in the background. Like, the moment those umps say time, like, you know, get the shit. Everybody's safe, no one can be out. That dude's gonna be there already in some teams.
2: <laughs> need like a combine for bat boys and bat girls.
0: Honestly, if they're having an open tryout, I'm I'm down. Like why not?
1: They're gonna have M O B B B P A. MLB BBPA, yep. <laughs> Major League <Football laughs> Bat Boy Association, Players Association.
0: <laughs> Ooh, I like that. Do they go on strike? Yeah. Oh my god.
1: time. Need more time. I like it, though, too, because now I don't have to watch a batter step out of the box, readjust each of his gloves, then adjust his jersey, you know, mess with his bat, take a couple practice swings, and I walk back in. I just cooked the uh, DiGiorno pizza in the time it took him to get back in the box to hit a ball.
2: Again, you get your sign, you get back in the box, and it's that simple.
1: That's why I like Mark Burley. Mark Burley pitched this way before this is even here. Yeah, He'd get the ball, look, look at Brzezinski, and he'd be like, all right, cool, and he'd throw the ball. It wasn't one of those, eh, let's take a break here for a second. You know, it's kind of warm. You just throw the ball. He'd be throwing gas. That's what you're supposed to do.
0: It literally is kind of insane how long at bat lasts because of the extra stuff absolutely mental it's almost as bad as like the soccer players in europe that just like fall over all the time to essentially like get a foul but then like baseball's version it's like i'm just chilling because like, i i fucked up and i'm so subconscious about myself as a baseball player that i don't know i don't know what i'm doing that's what it feels <laughs> like all the time
1: well, you said it's two and a half hours, so that's, like, what, 15 minutes of inning now?
0: Uh, Yeah, if you if you just like start breaking right. down, like, like, averagely.
1: Yeah, like 15, 16 minutes of inning. That's not horrible.
2: Mm-mm.
1: To get through six outs, I mean, it would make it where, you know, it wouldn't be such a pain to go to a baseball game where, you know, the game starts at six and it's like, all right, as long as we get out of here by, like, Eight thirty, nine 9 o'clock, you know, we can get home at a decent time, and all of a sudden it's 9.15, and it's like, alright, everybody stand for the seventh inning stretch. Like, what the?
0: Yeah, it's definitely going to be faster, especially if you have those fast games that, like, because like, we all watch the game where, like, it's in and in and you're like, ooh, damn, it's, it's going to be a quick game that then it slows down.
1: Yeah, all it, a sudden they-
0: But now it's going to be like that the whole time. <laughs> so that's really cool and then i and like the shifts banned. there's gonna be you know they could do some shifting but not all the shifting so it should just be more exciting and it help a lot of teams and maybe keep guys from just trying to swing and hit fucking bombs all the time actually to try to get some balls in play
1: yeah go back to the route of just playing true baseball instead of just trying to hit home runs all the time I actually play like the fundamental game of baseball you know move the batter over do stuff like that hey maybe we'll see some like players you've never seen before try to steal a base since it's closer
0: yeah they're bigger what there's an ad I think it was an ad or something I didn't watch it all but it was it was either Rowdy Telez or someone else but like some of the bigger like bigger guys he's like hey the bases are bigger now maybe I can steal the base <laughs> and I was like that's perfect like I'm, I would love to see that it just steals yeah. going up
1: Vogel back or whatever for the Mets was talking about trying to steal a base. That's who I think
0: it was. I think it was Vogelvet. That's who it was. And he's like, I could, I could do it now, like, or, or you know, like I have a chance, like, cause it's just bigger. It's, how it's, cool would
1: it be to see like a big guy like that try to steal a base? I'd get the crowd going. Oh, sure.
0: Shit, just <laughs> steals in general, like something else to add excitement. Maybe we get bunts back too. Fuck, there's all sorts of stuff that could happen.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it overall, it was a good idea. Everything that. Right now, baseball has been making good decisions overall. The World Baseball Classic was great for it as a whole. And the decisions with the pitch clock and the widening of the bases, I think, was a good move.
0: Yep, and with all the other stuff happening, it should be a fun, exciting season. And we will all look forward to it starting next week. For the 162 games to lead us to October. Thank you guys for joining me on this special episode. Thank you. With our excitement. And we will see how it goes. Maybe we can make this a monthly thing this season. to See how these teams are going. And, uh.
1: Well, in the World Series.
0: Keep track. And, fuck. Fuck. They both made the World Series. Epic. Whole shit thanks everyone and we will see you next time